On this episode of Clinical Refreshed, we feature Erica Boland, uh, wife of Kyle Boland of our very own Clinically Press Pod Squad. Uh, we in this episode we talk about chiropractic, family, birth fit, and her trip to Prague where she mastered a lot of her skills when it comes to DNS. Also, Kyle even gets the opportunity to be called right. Maybe just for once, but it is on camera. We hope you enjoy the episode and check us out at clinicallypress.com. Welcome to this episode of Clinically Press. Today we have Erica Bolin, uh, the wife of our very own Kyle Bolin, and we're out at their place at Cooley Health, and we're talking all kinds of things chiropractic and beyond. So, after that, you just want to go through everything that you've done and continue to do and potentially want to do in the future, I guess. I don't know. There's uh, plenty of ideas. Yeah. So you just want to give a little background on... Uh, all right. So... I graduated from Palmer with a degree in chiropractic, obviously, and then um, during my time in Palmer is when I got involved with being a doula after the birth of our first son is how I kind of decided I wanted to get into that realm of things. Um, there was a time when I was going to school, I thought I was going to be a midwife and quickly veered from that once <laughs> I started the nursing program. So, um, so yeah, chiropractor, doula, and then, oh gosh almost two years ago now, I think, I got involved with BirthFit. So um, I'm regional director, BirthFit affiliate for Wisconsin. And I have most recently been doing a lot with our postpartum series, but um, also starting a BirthFit doula training program. So that'll be, that'll be cool. We're going to launch that in June. Nice. So yeah, that's, I mean, besides being a mom and wife and Running the business. That's, <laughs> oh, just that. That's what we Being do. the only one here that doesn't have kids, like, what is the official definition of like a doula? A doula. Yeah, that's good. Just um, I, I was gonna ask that. Like, I just, like generally got the idea, but yeah. So a doula is um, a labor support person. So I'm okay. an advocate for the couple, um, like beforehand and then during labor as well. Okay. Um, you should think of it as like a mediator. Yeah, kind of. Sometimes I mean doctors. Patients, yeah, yeah. go between. It is. So is it just like helping with information? Yeah, then? and okay. then like natural. Most people that want a doula want a natural birth, not right. all of them, but um, it's not my responsibility to tell them what they should have, but to inform them on everything and let them make their own educated decisions on gotcha. that. So, um, actually, here with Gunderson and then Mayo, it's been pretty good. So I haven't had to be mediator very much there. It's kind of coming a long way. They could use you out in Pennsylvania. I know that. I hear that. Yeah, I think the East Coast is a little bit bit behind that. Story for a different day. Yeah. (laughs) I know with us, we had uh, no doula for our first child and then doula for the, kind of for the rest of them. Our doula turned midwife. Yeah. She was a midwife, but kind of a doula as well. But it was so much... like the mother's side, I can't talk about, but I mean, you always hear about the, the benefits to the mother. As a father, it was really nice. I feel like, I mean, it just took a lot of pressure off me and I could, you know, you, you have the doula there as like the support person, but you know, where you could still be a support person, but you know, they, she was very knowledgeable, much more knowledgeable so you didn't have to read a lot of books. Well, I mean, no, I, like I baby didn't. Baby one hundred and one, or I did read. Well, so many uh, things happen so fast. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about the podcasting for dummies. We found one, so I'm sure there's a having a kid <laughs> yeah. for dummies as well. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah. That's like that's one of the things we learned, uh, or one of the biggest things I took away from my doula training because I had never thought about it before. Is like dads get thrown into that they're supposed to know how to support mom, or I mean partners, whatever, and then they've never been there either so for them mom's growing the baby for nine months 40 weeks whatever and so she's more attached naturally to baby than dad is so especially if anything happens then 
dad's more attached to mom, then you have mom, you have baby, and what do you, you know, so yeah, that's kind of one of the biggest things I took away from it was the benefit for the dad, and then he said it was beneficial for him too, so yeah, I like it, I'm addicted to birth, um, so this is You how. don't hear that every day. No, <laughs> yeah. you do not. So this is how I can continue I to, be, to take part of birth without... Pumping out eight more kids. Yeah. yeah, I think four is good for us. Yeah, four is good. Mm-hmm. More cost-effective way to stay in touch <laughs> with the birth world. I don't know if four is cost-effective. Well, yeah. <laughs> better than eight. Better than right. eight, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so how about, how, how does birth fed tie in with what you do as, as a doula and what you're doing here? Um, so it's, I mean, for me it's kind of cool, especially because we own our own business, that it just all really ties in together. Um, my... As a chiropractor, when I started school, I didn't, I didn't really know that I'd be here, but as a chiropractor, my specialty is pelvic floor rehab, postpartum women. So I never even knew that chiropractors did that when I was in school, but training in the rehab department and then um, through DNS, which is dynamic neuromuscular stabilization. That I wanted to touch on a little later. Yeah, so, so I went to Prague, learned, learned a lot there as well, but I mean, so like, as a doula, <laughs> Prague? Prague. Like, that was my. Prague. There's probably a Prague, Wisconsin. No. <laughs> the real Prague? The real Prague. Oh, jeez, yeah. I didn't By know. By myself. Just puddle yeah. hopping, no big deal. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah it's great cool. this time of year. <laughs> it is a gorgeous city, but you should go there with someone because it's very it's romantic. Like, usually not what people go to Prague yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as a doula with the birth fit stuff and chiropractic, just helping women to be more active and. and um, kind of really help them to be informed, both during labor, but then postpartum too, with just some of the different issues that occur in women that we've seemed to have owned because we're females and because we're, we've had kids and we're above age, age 40 or whatever, then it should be okay for us to pee our pants, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm sure that you guys know. <laughs> girls mom, strong creator, I can't, I'm blanking on her name. There's a um, couple of Molly. Think about them Yeah, she was on FitCast. Okay. I literally just finished the episode as I was coming out here, and she was talking about they've got like a woman's strength summit coming up or something that they host. And the guy was talking about how he wants, you know, he'd like to be there because obviously they train women. And she was like, Yeah, but they don't like to always talk to a guy about some of the things that women just go through that. Yeah. It's just better if it's all women for that. Women are afraid to talk to women about it. So, uh, it to a guy is a whole different thing too. So yeah, that's um, that's that's my thing, I guess. Trying to, I, t- I say my new motto is changing the world one pelvic floor at a time. So oh, and you did just start consulting through birth oh, yeah. too uh, uh, for the pelvic floor issues. So right? we do, yeah, I do phone consulting. You you go to birthfit.com and it, everything sign up through them. Oh, but okay. then, cool. Like I the other day, I talked to a lady from New York and just kind of where do you go from here. That's another goal is bridging the gap that we have in our system because postpartum you see a midwife and they clear you like six week visit. They're basically checking for a major infection, anything going on, but there's not a whole lot of direction and not really an assessment for how the core is coming along mm-hmm. after birth. So that's that's part of the goal with birth fit is to kind of And a lot of people have kids it. nowadays, so there's a lot of people yeah. falling into <laughs> that category. Right. Yeah. Nowadays. <laughs> I remember just started. when I did a lot more personal training, I would get a lot of questions throughout all that process while they're pregnant. You know, what kind of things can I still do? What yeah. shouldn't I do? Yeah. And then after they gave birth, then it was always, how do I get my pre-pregnancy body back? Yeah. And as a trainer, you just know enough to be dangerous and kind right. of like catchphrases and cliche things. But oh, so how, can you elaborate more on what you should actually do, what you shouldn't do? Um, kind of all throughout Yeah, there's a process. lot of information on the internet that's like people know enough you know, to be the dangerous because they, <laughs> they uh, read a book or something. Um, that doesn't sound like but <laughs> it's really, it's actually pretty individual because checking for diastasis of the rectus abdominis, so uh, that's one of the things I always do with my female patients, whether they're postpartum or not, because ideally if we catch it before you even get pregnant, that's helpful. Um, Which is a spread. Split, yes. It's common, but not normal to have this. The first time I ever saw that, I was doing a observe at UW Sports Med, and it was an older guy that was overweight, and he was coming up off the table, and I had never seen it before. I actually never heard about it, and all of a sudden, like, it, you know, it was... 
Anxiety jumps out at you. Through yeah, his yeah. rectus. I was like, what the? <laughs> so I asked him after, I was like, is that normal? And they're like, yeah, that's just this. I was like, sure. Yeah. Different than and that's hernia. Right. Uh, the hernia you'd be able to see, like, or, uh, uh, yeah, um, umbilical hernia, is that what you're talking about? Well, you should no, kind yeah, of when we're talking, when I think hernia, I'm thinking down at the inguinal canal, kind of those ones, not necessarily up here, but like this was like, yeah, through the, where the mid part of your abs should be, it was it yeah. just split and spread open. So um, that can happen for numerous reasons, male, female. It's and you'll see what the, we call that tenting. Mm -hmm. so it looks like a little tent yep. in between, and it's just a weakness and split in the rectus. But only when he tried to sit up, like when he laid flat, it disappeared. So as far as your question on what should you do or what should you not do, don't do that. Don't do anything that caught, exacerbates it. And sometimes that's hard. Um, Especially for active females that are already active, because when you take away their pull-ups or you take away push-ups, things like that, you do lose upper body strength sometimes if you have this. And it's, you know, I mean, it is what it is, but anything that exacerbates the symptom or pain or issue is something that we avoid. And then um, I would say, so with the DNS stuff, is my, that's my go-to to, to help to... Um, approximate it or bring it closer together and just really functional work. Definitely not crunches or sit-ups. Tell my patients, I mean, realistically, there's no reason to do them ever unless you're doing a body show. And I have yet to have a patient come in and say, hey, I'm training for a body show, whatever. There's another round table discussion, the core. Yeah, we just talk sit-ups all day. Yeah. Well, actually, it'd probably take 10 seconds. Just don't do them. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. No benefits. Yeah, yeah. The Twitter version of it. There you go. Same and then the pull-ups, like you said, maybe people wouldn't think of that typically, but that was what we used to assess Erica's when she was, you know, getting in the later stages of her pregnancy. She'd hang on the bar and just kind of get into, like, basically she'd just have to hang. But if she goes to pull up, then yeah. you can kind of assess it um, that way. So we just, you know, she'd hang, take a picture, and then just kind of monitoring it through. And then postpartum also just kind of check in. You can kind of see... So what causes it? Just a thinning of the yeah. abdominal wall? And yeah, and if there's not that strength there. So if I would have known nine years ago, one or ten years ago would have been nice, any of this. Um, <laughs> but, you know, with yeah, actually, she's already I know, I said, that's our last with the first, uh With the first two and a half pregnancies, our first two kids, and then with uh, Lakin, it was partway through my pregnancy with Lakin, our three-year-old, that... Um, I started to have this pain and noticed my mm -hmm. tenting kind of, and I was, I had just started doing some weightlifting and, um, Dr. Gallagher was a resident at Palmer and he did K-tape or rock tape, yeah. um, across my diastasis and it helped. I, I felt so much better when it's running. So that's kind of where I got into learning more about that. So because I had three kids before I even realized it, the, my fourth, this last pregnancy, I was really worried. I mean, he can tell you, I was pretty like, uh, uh this is going to be awful. There is the aspect of sometimes if you know too much, then you get worried <laughs> about it. But I wouldn't even have to, I mean, I would just have to engage on the bar. I wouldn't even have to lift my feet in order for it to wow. show up. So. And the K-tape, or the rock tape, would just basically, one side to the other, yeah. just kind of weave. The and we can put that weave. in the... The show notes, maybe a link to a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, it's cool. I remember seeing the um, pictures. But yeah, it just kind of holds it together. If I remember, your application was a little bit off tilt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First time they'll let us in. Yeah. Yeah, then I tried to take it off to have uh, Kate, the uh, PT, do some work on it, and that was dumb. Don't ever pull rock tape off that's secure. Just let Ooh. it work through it. Yeah. Usually it doesn't stick on and off on the ones that I've worked with. It just falls off. 20 minutes later, but ouch. you got it on there. There you go. <laughs> so how about afterwards? You know, I, I always think of those questions that I would guess, like, how do I get my pre-pregnancy body back? And I would know, you know, ideally what you would do, but there's all kinds of things to be cognizant of and work around. I think you turned out well. You did good. Yeah. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> right, Kyle didn't gain any weight. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not any any pregnancy. I did in Pennsylvania. With, with did you really? We had a homemade ice cream shop right down oh, the block of the house. So we so got you got ice cream. Oh yeah. You were, uh, all right. Well, it was the other way. She didn't get the craving. I was like, well, I gotta get ice cream. Yeah, 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 we yeah, came yeah, all the way over here. It's delicious. That's funny. I was bulking. 
Good way to get the calories. That's right. Yeah, there's protein, right? And, um, Somewhere in there, I'm sure. Hardly any sugar. Um, yeah, so, well, actually, we, so I'll divert a little bit, but Melissa Hempel is, she's birth at Florida. She's amazing. So she's, she's doing a lot with, like, psychology, eating, that kind of stuff. She's training through their institute, and um, she just started writing a journal for, it's called The Village. So she'll talk to you why you shouldn't be focused on getting your pre-pregnancy body back, mm -hmm. but more like, this is your new body. Be yeah, yeah, and not just like you have to settle with anything, but just don't so much focus on I want to look like I did, but just how to move forward. So, um, and then also with BirthFit, we combined and made um, Lindsay Matthews, the founder, did most of it, but everybody's got some of their go to exercises in there, and it's the um, BirthFit postpartum ebook. So, Queen in Training is what it's called. And that's what I did um, because I, I wanted, like, okay, we put this out there, so I'm going to test it. And it's four weeks of, of exercises. The first two weeks postpartum, you should really just be with your baby. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it goes through a mobility, like core work, strength. Um, and sometimes that just means strapping the baby and going for a walk. But the core work, there's nothing, no sit-ups, no crunches, anything like that. But contralateral work, so working one side across the other to try to bring mm -hmm. all of this together. So your core is pelvic floor, diaphragm, and all core muscles. So working them all as a whole, um, which just relates a little bit to DNS, or a lot, I guess. But um, It's crazy how that relates to like everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's all yeah. we talk about like with our football guys right now, working rotational stuff, coming from across and putting yeah. everything through it. and. It's all For the sure. same I mean, message, just applied in different different populations and yeah. different things. It's and know. well, and I tell women as a doula and as a chiropractor, like you're training for the biggest athletic event of your life. So to be active and not sedentary is is probably a positive thing. But yeah, if I you remember seeing some pictures of you hitting the heavy bag. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that. You know, what on your due date you went out for a two mile run or something? I was like, geez, that's more uh, than I, I do. I box that morning. That no, I'm. In, on the, the day you were in labor, you kickboxed. Oh, yeah, yeah. My due date was the day I was in labor. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. the right day before there. I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing more than I can do, and you were nine months pregnant. <laughs> well, I was in better shape <laughs> then than I am now, because <laughs> there's the, I mean, just, yeah, it's a lot easier to exercise with a baby that's inside than, so, and I'm still, <laughs> I still am, um, getting my core stronger at this point. So we don't want, we don't encourage anybody to go past that until their core is strong. It's hard mentally for people that are oh, really physically into it yeah. because. Yeah. Especially going at, I mean, you were exercising on a pretty, pretty regular basis yeah. leading in and to stop that cold turkey and then to like basically be chained down and not going back, you know, and be like, yeah. okay, well, just ease into this. It was Jones. nice too for me. I mean, even though I know what to do, it was nice with the Queen and Training book to have a plan. Yeah. Like, to just have something in front of me, like, okay, I can do this. It hardly ever happened all at once because there's a lot of life happens. Like, yeah, <laughs> life. Um, but throughout the day, I'd get it done, and it's just, it, it's like a sense of accomplishment too. Like, okay, I checked this off my list. I at least did something today. So, so is there a self test that women could do? Like, Yep, my core is strong. I can now progress things and do more exercises. Um, yeah. As many sit-ups in 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, military stuff. Not, not ever. Um, Followed by the sit and reach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I always hated that test. <laughs> all the other girls were always so flexible, like, phew, wait, not, not me. I cheated as much me. as I could. Don't bounce. <laughs> Don't nope. Bounce. <laughs> I got this. Um, so... I have them lay on their back, bend their knees, and then do like a mini crunch and feel basically from sternum all the way down to pubic symphysis, so like the bone that's right in, in between here. And you're feeling for that separation. Um, there's a little bit of separation that's considered, you know, minor or, or normal, but you can get some pretty hmm. significant. So I, what I measure is with finger, finger width. Okay. So, so once that tightens up, then it's, then it's good. Yeah. But I never, I ne it's, it's hard to say like here, this is a test you can do on your own to see if you even have it. But, um, 
I always want to ask the patient, what do you do? Okay, show me something that you like to do to work out or show me something, mm -hmm. you know, let's have you sit. If you sit at a desk all day, let's have you sit and assess your posture, that kind of thing, mm -hmm. because they need to be okay and function. There's some things right now that I can do and everything's fine and other things it's like, I'm not there yet. So, yeah, it depends. I mean, it's good and it's bad because I can't just say, hey, here's this cure-all, which you see a lot on the internet. Not only that, I bet you just see some people that don't even think about it and just... In a couple of weeks, I'm sure I can go back and do yeah. everything or oh. just go back to work. That's my general yeah. philosophy with working out. <laughs> I worked out in a month. Yeah. I'll just jump right back into this. <laughs> yeah, right. Immediately you regret that. Oops. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. So. I like the meme that you had to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah, there's like the, it's a uh, lady standing there with like the girl, I think this is. I think Girl that's Scouts. Girl Scout. Girl Scout. I think this was Boy Scout. Boy Scout. Yeah, so she's got that's like, taking it back. <laughs> the Girl Scout honor thing, and it says, "Check yourself before you wreck yourself." I'm like, yes, I love it. It's funny, but that's funny. <laughs> Good one. I, I will have to look that one yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> you probably have to get it. I'm sure there's people that look at it and be like, "What the heck? What are you talking about?" Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's a good point that you brought up too, because guys also have pelvic floors. I don't. I don't. I have yet to have a male come in and say, hey, I've got pelvic floor issues, but um, one of the physical therapists that I just met with does uh, dry needling of the pelvic floor. And she that sounds fun. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We were just talking so about she that. Said she Is that Kate? No, no, no I know she was going. She works with Kate. So, oh, okay. Uh, anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, but she said she works with males. We're going to volunteer you to <laughs> no, that one. No, I no. talked to her, and she said she'd do a demonstration on yeah. what he asked if he wow. wanted. So. Yeah, that <laughs> it. That'll yeah. probably get us flagged on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might go viral with that one. This is way to censor fire. Is that one? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But. Man. Not worth it. Fix I'd rather. Job just... I guess. I don't right. know. It doesn't sound comfy, yeah. but I think uh, when it starts to really affect your activities of daily living, you probably yeah. don't go to anything. Luckily, I would ask a question, but I don't think it. I'll do it on camera. I'll ask you a what if question later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, for him. Actually, this would be more for the male guys, but yeah. Anywho, moving on. So uh, I just had a patient come in uh, last week, it would have been, and she was having pelvic floor issues postpartum, and she had surgery. Was it my patient? Where they put the mesh in. No. Oh. Um, and oh. she said that she had really good results with it afterwards, you know, she's um, totally, you know, everything's fine and everything, but before that she was, you know, she said if she'd do anything jumping or whatever, she'd, you know, have a loss of bladder yeah. and everything. And um, So what are your thoughts on that? And I haven't even asked you this outside of this, I guess, um, but like, would you be able, and ideally you like to check them before they take yeah. that route of surgery? Because sure. I mean, um, um, I mean, obviously with with any surgery, there's risks. A chance to cut is a chance to cure. <laughs> uh, Slice I just was at the pelvic floor, um, it's a pelvic floor journal club, and Dr. Andreezy, one of the um, surgeons that works on pelvic floor and like slings, things like that, he presented some information that was actually pretty good in, hmm. in showing how, you know, it's not really as bad as it used to be or whatever but i would definitely say for anything to at least try rehab before going into surgery i had a pretty severe case that we were able to get uh get her functional within six visits granted the other they have to you have to meet me part way i can't just you come in here twice a week for a couple weeks and then yeah. everything's fine. You got to do your stuff on your own too. We were just talking about that earlier today, the other 22 hours of the day yeah. kind of theory of, oh, yeah. you know, we can, you can only do so much, but. It's my responsibility to educate them on that, but. And it's but part yeah, of so, the instant gratification that everybody has to have these days. Right, yeah. And some people just want it done for them, I feel like. So the, the concern with that is, um, you know, why did, to me, when I hear you say that is, why did it start in the first place? Because if you don't fix the dysfunction, it's going to show up somewhere else. So even if you end up needing a sling, because, um, I mean, birth can be a big deal, obviously, on not only your uterus, but all surrounding tissues. Um, if you don't figure out and fix why it, why it started, then you're going to probably end up with problems 
either in the same area or a different area mm -hmm. at a different time. Fix the short leg with a heel lift and then all of a sudden have a hip problem. Right. Then low back and yeah. Yeah. So. Cat and mouse. I know somebody you could call to help you on that case though if you need it. Well, it's all fixed now. Oh, she's yeah. She came in I thought you didn't want my pelvic floor <laughs> fixed. So are there other That's why she got it fixed before yeah. she came yeah. to Are there other oh. symptoms of pelvic floor issues or is that? Oh yeah, any, I mean like any pain, um, discomfort, obviously any incontinence issues, but um, there's, there's so much like pain just throughout the day, pain with whatever activity you're doing, pain with intercourse, incontinence, and then there's stress incontinence or urgent incontinence, whether it's like doing jumping jacks and then that causes it or whether as soon as I feel it come on, I have to go or I don't make it to the bathroom type of thing. So, Are there symptoms that people may experience that they wouldn't typically think of being from their pelvic floor? Like maybe they think oh. it's caused from something else. Yeah, any like, like preferred pain patterns yeah, or anything? Yeah, for sure. Rectus, like okay. trigger points and glutes um, and then hip flexors. It's, it's a pretty big... Because everything's trying to compensate. Yeah, or adductors. Adductors are huge. If you have a female with overactive adductors and you're having them stretch their adductors, it probably, I mean, it'll hurt. It'll feel like it's going to tear from its insertion mm -hmm. probably, but usually in females that have overactive adductors, it's pelvic floor and they're trying to compensate for it. males too, so just yeah, a, yeah. a quarter. Sorry, yeah, I, I, only, I only work with females, <laughs> or I shouldn't say I only work with females, but currently, so I keep... Yeah, males too, anything. So, and sometimes your core dysfunction, like diaphragm dysfunction, will lead to pelvic floor dysfunction. And so that's why you take care of that first, restore yeah. the pelvic floor. <clears throat> your forte now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I didn't mention you spoke in Vagina Village. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. I was a little, I mean, it was good. It went well. I was expecting like this big vagina shaped entrance. Again, something you don't hear. Right? Yeah. A little let down. It was just a sign that said Vagina Village, but I got my picture taken next to it. Has everybody seen Patch Adams? Yeah. Yes. Where he invites all the OBGYNs and yeah. the doorway and the right. legs. <laughs> yeah. Remember that scene? Okay. <laughs> Just made me think of that. Yeah, already. I mean, it's doable, so we know it's yeah, doable. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You wanted to run Maybe through the time. Mommy kind of needs to step their game. I'm yeah. sure they're not Maybe doing anything with the, the set anymore from the, the movie. Right. I'll suggest that. Yeah. There we go. When they want feedback. So I was kind of just wondering, like, how more off of that, but for, like, both of you guys, just, like, how is it, you know, running your own clinic? You got a little bit of everything here. Obviously, it's a chiropractic clinic by education and whatnot like how is it I was I don't we work in I work in my own version of a clinic but it is a madhouse compared to here yeah um you're the guest you want to go first depends on the day yeah <laughs> good answer yeah, it does it really does uh I I think it's it's I mean it's good I think it's challenged us and is it something you, know, you guys always wanted to do or well, no, I, because he didn't know I was going to go to chiropractic yeah. school when we were, but no. But even that, like, going into chiropractic school, is it, that was, was that always the goal? I mean, I considered yeah. chiropractic school for a while because I couldn't find a job that I wanted. So, yeah. like, why not go back to school? Yeah. <laughs> and I it was interesting. I worked, I worked with, trial. right, which is why I couldn't do it. I just couldn't handle the student loan debt. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if it would have been something I would have wanted to do is try and go in on my own or if I would have wanted to jump in somewhere. But For me, I think it was always a goal. Um, I was graduated, oh, what, two, two years, years before, before you? So um, I didn't, you know, I wasn't going to start down there and then I didn't want to live in Davenport forever. Um, no? Five years was <laughs> probably five years more than I wanted to live in Davenport. But, Beautiful place. Um, it's got its, its nice parts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like anywhere, um, but it's any, not anything yeah. more than a block in the radius of yeah. school. There, there were some sketchy parts too. But working in other clinics down there, I think, really solidified the fact that okay, I want to own my own place. And gotcha. It was good experience, and I'm thankful for those because I learned a lot. Um, kind of, you know, I probably made a lot more mistakes than I make now, and I made it, you know, under someone else's roof, and I had. 
I worked alongside a PT, it's good so I had. Plan. Yeah, <laughs> it really <laughs> right. is. Everyone Don't come to this that. guy. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I worked with a PT and uh, multidisciplinary. It was urgent care, so we had DOs and PAs. So okay. it was perfect choice to start. Yeah. Um, so I could bounce different things off their head. So I learned a lot. Um, I learned a little bit about the business and kind of what I saw in the clinic and what I liked. Uh, a lot, also what I didn't like mm-hmm. and what I would rather do on my own because. Um, people maybe wanted you to treat a certain way or, you know, do a certain amount of things just to, in my opinion, maybe have a dollar sign as the end goal a little bit more. So, um, I definitely wanted to be able to spend time and, uh, be more patient based. So I learned a lot, you know, working at other clinics, both good and bad, what we wanted to do and not wanted to do, but ultimately just putting that into our own thing and combining forces, I think. Yeah, it works well. nice that, I mean, I think at first it was, you know how it is when you first start anything, you're like, come to us. <laughs> and now it seems like we're... Yeah, we've we're, got that same feeling right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> I think now we're to the point where we can get a little bit more into our niche. It seems like we are, like him with athletes and me with public floors. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Athletes, you stay away from there. Yeah. Don't look. So... <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, re- I refer anything internal to the PTs. They're far better at that than I am. So It is funny, yeah. though, when she went on maternity leave, like she was having, you know, building up this pediatric and, you know, pregnancy-based, you know, it's crazy how many patients, percentage of hers were that. And then she goes on maternity leave, so all my patients are coming in. I look at the schedule one day, it's like, oh, pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's kind of funny. He's it's fine. He treated me perfectly fine when I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It better than Jerry, the head of the rehab department. I built up. I built up a peds practice for him and then left. So, because <laughs> I graduated. But, there you go. But yeah, I think um, that's the biggest thing is that even when we moved back, looking at do we do we buy something that's existing or do what do we do? Do we associate? Um, we knew that it was going to take more time and it was going to be harder, but. Uh, there, we didn't find anything that we could just go into and practice how we want, Mm -hmm. you know, especially from a business perspective, patients are used to what they're used to and there, we don't, we're really the only ones in the area that do a lot with rehab and, Mm -hmm. and soft tissue as well as far, as far as chiropractors go. So I think for us, that amazes me with chiropractors and I feel like it comes back to the dollar sign. Yeah. That and the yes. quick Thanks. fix. It's well, like, yeah, huh. or the repeat customers. Well, you know, I, I, the I, I goal like, of trying to not have them come back and actually right. it's frustrating. following mm-hmm. that goal. Yeah. You know, like we've kind of yeah. tried to make our tagline with a lot of it is like getting the information out there that you don't have to come back right. to us anymore because you yeah. have it. Maybe it's the quick fix or the tune-up kind of thing, but you have the ability to take care of your own. Yeah, given the patient. Yeah. Well, and, and focusing on what the patient's goals are, too. For sure. Instead of your own goals. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. So, I don't know. It's been, it's been good for us, I think. It's, it's slow, but uh, it was slow to start, you know, starting out on your own. I think it helped a ton that we know a lot of people in this area. I can't imagine moving somewhere where we knew, knew no one. And mm-hmm. And starting fresh, and the location kind of fell into our lap and everything, too, so... And it was so. always the goal to have a pizza place next door? <laughs> yeah. Still haven't eaten there yet. No? Nope. No. We did make a rule when we started uh, after 9 at night, because, like, oh, yeah. when, when you're, like, this is everything, getting things going yeah. and whatnot, and you get home, and you're talking about business still and everything, so we made a rule at 9 o'clock, you know, no more business, it's just, you know, time to just be a husband and wife, you know, and hang out, and yeah. I think that's been good too. Technically we didn't make that rule, we had it made for us, but yeah, one of the, well, one of the docs right. uh, through motion palpation that we studied, our, him, mm-hmm. he and his wife um, are husband and wife chiropractors and he said, he gave me that information like after 9 o'clock, don't talk about business, one of you has to, you know, you own both together, you own your business together, you own your house together, you run both together, but somebody's got to make the final say one place. And probably some the other person should make the final say in the other place. Interesting. I just make the final say everywhere, and it's gone. <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go. Not really. year. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it's good. He said the goal too is to never see your wife in the corner. Like he tries yeah. not to see his wife. 
during the day because he tr- wants to be busy enough that you know yeah, if yeah. he sees her it's just like passing by in the the hallway or whatever because they're both doing their own gotcha. thing so it's not like they're you know right next to each other that they look for or whatever that was a big postpartum too it was like holy cow i miss my husband but and it might sound <laughs> awful but for a couple of years we didn't really miss each other and then we knew what each other were doing because we were right here yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah, you want to spend time and hang out together, but it's not like that. Oh, man, what time are you going to be home? Well, I'm home with no adult interaction, so he comes <laughs> a million miles an hour. Well, yeah, it's, it's even funny. joking before we started, this is the first time you guys have even been together without the kids, hasn't it? Since um, is it? Macklin. Yeah, because the only other yep. time that Macklin has had a sitter was when I had a birth. We had a couple of dates, on dates with a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How lucky are we? Exactly, right? you're part of our day. Oh, night. and we pulled you're them up welcome. for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a couple of beers sitting here. Right. Or something. Yeah. I thought about dinner. it as a joke. My grandparents started making wine. Oh yeah. They, I don't know if they think that I've got serious alcohol problems. Or <laughs> what is that? A gallon? Uh, it's probably at two least gallons. two gallon jug of wine. He sent us home from Easter with. I was like, that's in like one jug. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know, like when you open that up, you gotta like. Somewhat drink that quickly, right? What do you think she does all day now? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's why I was. It's she needed going a DD. Now. That's why yeah. I was stumbling. I gotta worry about my posture. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So do you want to go into a little bit about DNS? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Talk to for about. sure. Yeah. Let's get sure. back to. Um. So. What does this stand for? Dynamic neuromuscular stabilization. Okay. And I do have to credit Kyle a little bit like when I I'm lucky that he went ahead of me because uh I didn't always listen to him the first time like I should but um he introduced me to like the more we got that on camera that is on yeah. tape that's on tape <laughs> <laughs> um he, he introduced me to the more functional model right away he had me going to club before I even started the program but um so that's kind of how I got into the more functional chiropractic model and you know I I, for a while, I was like, okay, why this, why this? And I remember exactly, which I won't get into on camera, when it hit me of, hmm, this is why I don't want to just do the other thing. And then, um, so through mo- motion palpation, club, then there's this DNS. And so, okay, I got to check this out because everybody else that's doing functional stuff is checking it out. I don't think I was going to go to my first seminar for motion palpation. He forced me to. He's like, you'll like it, just go. So then I got into DNS. DNS is, so it's based out of uh, Czech Republic. Um, and it's based on the development or the move, developmental movement of babies from mm-hmm. like 0 to 12 months. So when babies are born, they know how to sit up. They know how to, or, well, not when they're born, but pending nothing is wrong. They learn how to sit up. They learn how to roll over. It's really important that they crawl. They learn how to pull themselves up on things, and then they learn how to walk. And then over time, we sit behind a desk, or Mm -hmm. we get an injury, or whatever. And uh, we lose that. Start striking with your heel. Yeah, yeah. We we lose that motor pattern. And um, so we develop poor patterns. And so with the DNS therapy, it's basically taking it back to, so like, I've got posters on the wall here that oh, show... some pictures of that before we left and yeah. put in there. Yeah, it's just show baby next to adult. And, and that, honestly, with, with my birth fit stuff, with my chiropractic stuff, and then helping if people want advice with that as a doula, it's, it's my go-to because um, it's really to watch a baby, and once you get neurotic about it, you watch all babies, and then you're assessing whose kids need to come see you and whose don't. <laughs> but to watch them move... Um, you can get a pretty good idea of what clean movement should look like. And if you ever see a baby go from laying straight on their back to sitting up via sit-up style, I want you to call me and let me know because I have yet to see it. I have yet to hear about it. But, yeah, when we're still comes, training you sit-ups. Start. And I'm going to be recording every day. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, do it. Come on. Erica needs Do it without being coaxed. Oh. Yeah, they always roll to their side and get up. So when we do core work, it should be more functional, not just that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's, um, I guess in a nutshell, what it is, is just... So I think like it SFMA back. took it all the way back to some of that stuff, too, with all their stuff. I think when you work down the hierarchy of stuff, they actually yeah. get into the rolling, and like the half yeah. rolling, and being able to initiate legs straight and be able to like 
just from your upper body be able to turn to get yourself yeah. turning without having to throw that leg over to try and retrain that. Yep. Isn't that I sad? How I remember hearing that one time. It is. That's day, exactly but. it too. And uh, one of so Martina is her name. She's a PT from Prague. So all this is PTs, and they don't have chiropractors in Prague. So mm -hmm. um, she at seminars, they absolutely love it. She'll tell you to roll like a chicken on the grill. So <laughs> like a rotisserie chicken is how you should roll all at once. So I'll tell my patients that, and it sticks. Like yeah. you tell them to roll like a chicken on the grill, they remember it more than roll over. But yeah, that, you're exactly right. It's the disconnect that happens when yeah. you start to see issues. So being able, and that's part of our the functional progression um, that we do with birth. It is it starts with rolling. So yeah, and that's what you're so trying to get them back to how we were designed yeah. to yeah. to move and, kind of. Training. Yeah, and you use it with athletes quite a bit too. Yeah, it, you can apply it. I mean, it's based off of babies' movement, but yeah. you apply it to. Every anyway. single person. And it all so does incorporate all the breathing people. stuff you do? Yeah. Okay. Because okay. yeah. your diaphragm is part of your core. So right. To be totally honest, when I, that is where I start. You would not believe the amount of people that cannot activate their diaphragm. Well, how many times he's fixed low back pain in some of our athletes just by teaching them how to do that? How to breathe right. Well, and people think that they still think their belly. I remember I was just thinking about this the other day. I remember when I was working at Sills, which is a uh, fish place that my friend's parents used to own. A uh, supper club, I guess, not just a fish I've place. heard great things. It's outstanding. Wait, no. Is that across from Fox Hollow? Yeah. yeah. I, bet I was trying to go to Fox Hollow. I ended up at Sills. <laughs> thought it was Fox Hollow. It was really good. And then I had it for Fox Hollow the next time. Yeah. Just didn't even think about it. Just went to one. I'm like, that was good. That was a nice it place. Is, it's good. Except um, they don't do all you can eat fish anymore. Probably. Oh. And now you have to just pay for how many you're going to get. That's what I've heard. We use Fox Hollow. I haven't been. Fox Hollow. Every, everything in moderation. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As we talk yeah. about fish fries. Yeah. Um, which is apparently a Wisconsin thing. We went to Iowa yeah, and looked for a fish fry. Oh, it's so hard. Nowhere. Wisconsin, I and mean, there was some in Rochester when Minnesota I grew up, but then it started ago. going away. So it is like a tried and true Wisconsin thing. Definitely. People need to get on the broiled fish fry. We there just posted go. baked fish Friday food. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Last week. For, for, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I remember working there and I was, it was before I was a waitress even, but somebody told me, you burn more calories if you suck your belly in all the time. And I believe that shit. Like I, <laughs> and I was just thinking about the other day, I was like, God, what an idiot. <laughs> all you have to do is suck your belly in all the time, completely inhibit your diaphragm. It'll work. Promise. The vacuum. Bodybuilding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Transverse. So, yeah. Get you out. Kidding. Don't follow that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Those guys got growth hormone bellies anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see those? Oh, yeah. Oh, All the distension. Nasty. Yeah. It's fun. Not good. That's anyway. Not good. No. Yeah. Different kind of diastasis problem, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Must be so, a bodybuilder for now. Yeah, I think that the DNS, too, is just a lot about, you talked about the core stability and everything, but then, like, just activating the proper motor patterns yeah, yeah. and I try to explain that to patients like certain muscles should fire mm -hmm. and they're there to stabilize and a lot of times people compensate and fire other muscles and that leads to dysfunction or you know pain or mm -hmm. something eventually is gonna fail. Or That's one I've wanted to look at with like gait training mm -hmm. and I know there was something yeah. out there it was like I think it was like Athos, A-T-H-O-S that the one I saw, and I never really looked into it, like one was like a shirt, and I think they had like compression pants, but it had like sensors in it. Oh. So it was supposed to tell you like which muscles were firing. Supposedly, I never really looked into it, but then another, a track guy had a buddy who was some ridiculous engineer trying to come up with something similar to it and was always trying to find like, huh. can you find the breakdown of like a running gate to a point and what should fire when and would there be something that, that's not a $20,000 EMG? Sure. Yeah. You know, a thing to set up that we could put on and after they get injured, it's quick and easy. take a look at, okay, something isn't firing quick and then build your rehab around that. Yeah. yeah. To try I mean, even if, I mean, you so want to. So if anybody's got that solution, let me know. <laughs> yeah. And you also, you guys also need to find the solution for how we can measure intra-abdominal pressure. Yeah. You were uh, <laughs> I was like, I know I can't do it. Um, well, we, we were talking about like a, a belt of some sort of thing that's extra. Well, you can't, yeah. And you wouldn't be able to check proper engagement yeah. of each muscle no. group either. 
So I don't know. It'd be tough. You can dream about it at night. And you think you could do something like that with just like the amount of like volume you could pump out of your lungs through air? Like yeah, some sort of volumetric measurement there? Yeah, doing you some sort of like baseline, knowing what it is, and then... But you'd have to make sure that they're like... Engaging the cord. Engaging the cord, yeah. Not yeah. accessory muscles too. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe story for another day. Yeah. Say I always Dr. Bryce and he's a big respiratory physiologist. Maybe he knows. Ooh. Oh, that'd be good. In biology department. Yeah, that would be oh, good. Yeah. He had some awesome stories in his research days. But you dodge could Jimmy rig something up for us. Yeah. <laughs> but this <laughs> guy. The stories you guys tell. It sounds like it. He that dude can fix anything. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely anything. Here, can you come in for this Jimmy Rig test yeah. that we're <laughs> we can, We're calling it the thingamajig or the right. whatchamacallit. As long as it's reproducible. Yeah, there right, you go. I guess. Yeah, with the athletes too, I mean, it's not just for injury, you know, rehab and stuff. I think it could be useful for, you know, optimal performance, oh, which yeah. is huge. I mean, everybody's looking to perform better. If you're using the right motor patterns, it's going to help with performance and I know we I talked about it a little bit with that Wim Hof I was telling you about, yeah. that Iceman and his breathing stuff. I really want to do it. I just got to find an extra 260 bucks to take it, but... Just don't do it underwater, right? Well, so, I actually, that was uh, Ferris's buddy, yeah. Josh Waitzkin, who was... He just uh, came out with that podcast. Yeah, this Searching for Bobby Fisher, the chest prodigy okay. thing, it was based on this guy that is a good friend of guy I always listen to and he's also turned himself into a like a multi-level black belt in jiu-jitsu he was a world champion and a version of tai chi called push hands like world champion and actually broke his arm six weeks before and didn't atrophy because he like figured out through his own study like how to work all the neural patterns and so just a genius of a guy all he does now is teach people how to learn better well he got interested in this and was messing around with stuff and tried it when he was swimming and he was in like shallow water and he blacked out and he was actually out for like three and a half minutes and didn't Dang. suffer any brain damage or anything. Jeez. For three and a half minutes? Or something. It was something incredible. Jeez. It was oh, some it was. insane number, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't do it underwater or near water. <laughs> don't try this at home. Because if you're going to pass out, just do it to the floor. Yeah. Apparently. Right. So you, be good. you mentioned a couple times with athletes and the importance of like core strength, core stability, not only for injury prevention, but getting back to the performance side of it with like, I know even at that talk that we did with the coaches out at West Salem, you're talking about just even power transfer and things like that through that region. So what happens if it's weak or you don't have core um, strength, core stability, do you lose power in certain movements? Yeah, exactly. So you kind of think of it like, a, like you said, with the kinetic chain, um, and you want just that force transfer through. So if you have um, a break in the system, basically it's like an energy leak. So if you're, you well, know, a lot like of times... a Ferrari engine on like a Pinto chassis <laughs> and trying to transfer that power from the back wheels to the front wheels. Yeah. And not having a stable core to do it, you're yep. going to just shred the thing. I mean, a lot of the... lose all your torque because you can't do it. The strength and everything comes from, you know, the, the base, the foundation, the legs on up. You know, for most movements, most most athletics. So if you, it's got to get from there all the way up to the top. So if, if it can't transfer, you know, properly through there, you know, a weak core or something, that's where that energy leak is going to come. Uh, same thing, like, you know, it could, maybe you've got a great core, but... Uh, the energy leaks, you know, poor shoulder stability or something, you still have an energy leak, so it's not going to be at its optimum. So you want the proper muscles firing in the proper order at the proper time, I guess. And that, That's like you know, our, our it would job. lead to injury, I guess, or not optimal performance. But yeah, just so it's like, it's like a big puzzle with mm -hmm. what happened. Did you injure your shoulder or is there something going on here right. or here? Mm -hmm. It was the pitcher that like destroyed his career by breaking his Ooh, big toe. Uh, Gosh, it's a an older, older pitcher. pitcher. Yeah, anyway, yeah, destroyed. He, like destroyed yeah. totally. Did he, he broke, broke his, his great toe. toe? And after I've that, done that twice. It's terrible. I mean, but when you think about it, for pitching, you have to toe off, and anything. there goes your energy leak. Not anything like I would be doing bench press or something. Like, oh my toe. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? Well, anybody that works in downs at Oklahoma State with baseball, and anytime they're sort of having their pitcher start having shoulder pain or elbow pain, and they were starting to lose velocity, they'd always go to the opposite hip. Yeah. So if yeah. right-handed so pitcher, they'd always go. Yeah. They would always find yeah. that that's where 
something was off and they were missing and all of a sudden their rotation would come back and everything would start restoring. Makes so. sense. Well, or, I mean, anatomy trains. I mean, oh, yeah. Right. The, the trains and well, in Prague too, uh, Martina talked about how um, like for ho with hockey, for example, they do so much contralateral training. So here we, I haven't seen anybody that really focuses so much on the same movements on the opposite side. Mm -hmm. So we'll get hockey, like you were talking about the erectors that are, you know, you'll have one side, well, because they're like this mm -hmm. all the time, and they never do any contralateral work here, so they're just, I mean, racking up their whole mm -hmm. back that way. So focusing on, you know, taking it back to the basics and, and um, working with them that way too. And it's Huge. getting back to parenting. It's funny how how important a core is for movements with kid picking up off the floor. Oh, yeah. They oh, jump yeah. off the stairs like, yeah, yeah. 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 like this. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I never I, realized how weak I am in certain areas until I got to chase a two-year-old. Right? <laughs> or like a new mom just rolling over in bed. Mm. Literally just rolling over in bed to get baby if you co-sleep or get baby out of, get up to get baby, whatever. Mm -hmm. I I think it was I don't know, probably the first day when I went and it's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, <laughs> Hello. that's not there yet. Okay, we were just talking with last week about the difference between her two pregnancies postpartum. Yeah. Like, she did a lot more uh, core, work core training and strength training. This pregnancy, she said she didn't really realize until she yeah, did that. She, right. she that. leaned over to pick the baby up or whatever, and it was very difficult for her. You know, the, the first, first pregnancy, baby. and she said after this one, she just like leaned right over, you know, lifted yeah. him right up, and it's no problem. And she's like, well, you know, it makes yeah. a big difference. I know with Vanessa's, the first time around, she had to have a C-section, so yeah. a whole different story with, with that kind of recovery yeah. rehab, yeah. and I would imagine. That's a whole nother hour long. <laughs> whole nother episode, yeah. <laughs> Not only that whole Part issue, two. but yeah. Yeah. just C-section in general, but For yeah, sure. that's, that's major. whole so. different timeline of recovery, and do's and don'ts list I'm sure with that mm -hmm. yeah and, it, and it's nice because that queen and training book breaks it up like did you have all natural no medicine vaginal birth vaginal birth with epidural or whatever c-section so it gives you different training plans nice so it's not just like hey everybody do this, do this. Yeah, right. so the big thing too for anybody any surgery I mean C I focus more on c-section but any um surgery but especially abdominal surgery is if you know, if you have, if we have a patient like going in, we know is going to have some sort mm -hmm. of whatever. If you can talk to them ahead of time about, hey, right afterwards, you should start to breathe with your diaphragm because not only will it help with this, but the scar tissue, it'll help to mobilize For that. Sure. And it's way easier if you've thought about it ahead of time and then get reminded about it after than going in, especially with moms with a new baby that have had a C-section. Oh, hey, and also, could you please start doing this? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy how... I guess how huge the core is and everything, but and breathing. Yeah. Something. Breathe so better and just move like a baby. Just yeah. There you go. Keep it simple. I think you just took her Twitter version. <laughs> there you Sorry. go. Yeah. Look at that. There it is. Done. Okay. And nap all day like a baby, right? Yeah. If only. Sometimes. Right. So what do you hope to do, like from here on out? I think goals and. Change the world one pelvic floor at a time. No. That's um, it? You need that t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet you that would be, that'd be a great. Well, a lot of people would like, <laughs> What? Wait, College what? guys would want that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they would. That's true. We probably um, know some people that could sell that pretty well. Of course, our, col our, our eventual college guys would never want no, such they a thing. Wouldn't. No, they our boys tight. are going to be just... The t-shirts with the tie on them. Yeah. Yeah. Angels. <laughs> yeah. I saw Lakin rocking that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's classic. It was Lakin. 45 degrees, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. You came out to me. I, Five times. I, I was thinking Five you were thinking. <laughs> You're right. That wasn't... It was a little chilly that day. We showed up in an Easter egg hunt at what forty degrees and I thought it was inside. inside I know, of but it, it was. I could have. I could have got him dressed too. <laughs> One of our kids. I just laughed shirts. when I saw him. I was like, oh no, oh, well. <laughs> because I wasn't there because I couldn't even shower that morning. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was totally my bad. I didn't know it was going to be outside, and they come back home, and they're, like, <laughs> freezing. Like, his cheeks are just pink. I don't, I think five times, literally, Kyle was like, yeah, it was outside. I'm like, I got it. <laughs> okay, I got it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, but no, in the, I mean, um, 
I've always, I always liked to teach because I think if I can teach something, then I know it. Mm-hmm. So as far as what I want to do in the future, I just want to help educate, I guess, especially the female population, just because there's such a disconnect there. And it, it really, if, if these core issues and things aren't addressed at a younger age, then that's when we're seeing issues older. So, um, yeah, working with educating the population that way and just... I think I, it's it's pretty cool. I've had some friends say, "You're so passionate about what you do. I want to I want to find that." And it when I don't realize it because I'm in it, but yeah, it's 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 good for me. I like it. Definitely found your niche. Makes yeah. it a lot of fun. Yeah, it makes really it a lot less do, so. work when you're <laughs> liking what you do. So good. Cool. Yeah. Jump into the clinically pressed yeah, ones, or you got more great. questions? You've had all the questions lately, so... just want to learn. Yeah. Some of the stuff's so new to me. I want to learn. I didn't cover this in grad school, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. So our first one is, what is something you believe in that others may not? Ooh. It doesn't necessarily have to be within all of this, but... Something I believe in. That I aliens. Know. That's your go-to. That was mine. Is yeah. it really? All I couldn't think of anything, so I said... Aliens? Do you believe in aliens? My dad's painting a water tower right now that's painted like a UFO and it actually blinks. It's pretty sweet. Speaking of aliens. <laughs> anyway. Side note. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. Something I believe in. Well, I guess related to my work, there's a whole, but I don't believe in it. I think it because it's research-based, but I mean, there's a whole lot of really shitty information on the pelvic floor and core out there, so I guess I would say that. I've probably spewed a lot of it out in my early days. <laughs> well, I, w- I also say too, like, hey, I hope, based on function and my research and my knowledge, I'm teaching you this, but, you know, I want to continue to learn and mm-hmm. not just put my blinders on and, and be closed-minded about things. So hopefully I'm not teaching you wrong either, but, yeah, I guess that would be my... Can you think of something that I believe in? <laughs> Yeah, this could actually be I interesting. Actually do dual questions. Kyle's always right. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. I, I think God, that's good. Least. I mean, within the profession, I think there's a lot of things that uh, oh, yeah. that you maybe see differently than others. Yeah, see, I just more functional based than politically correct. Yeah. Yeah, more functional based than yeah, I, I think your practice as a whole is so unique in that way that you guys treat the body as a body, not just. Okay, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Send your day. Yeah, when we were talking about earlier um, about the difference there, it's like if I, Kyle can adjust me, like thoracics and just cavitation galore. If I go sit for 20 minutes like this, he's going to be able to do the same thing again. So, yeah. Back to the big thing on posture. Getting to the bottom of. Preach that too. Getting to the bottom of what is the issue. For Anything sure. can become a band aid if you don't get to the bottom of the problem. So, yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Good one too. Cool. What's a fitness purchase, or doesn't have to be fitness, but a general purchase that you would say for under a hundred dollars? Not influential. Most influential. Not the email that I got sent from uh, Lindsay Matthews or text message that there's apparently this like thing that you insert vaginally that you're supposed to hold in there. Don't purchase that. Well, you can Done. Yeah. No, you convinced um, me. I won't no, I not be in the show notes because we will not put that out there. Um, I would say probably a resistance band, honestly, because you can do so much with body weight. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you can do so much with you body weight. You pair that with a t-shirt idea earlier. Yeah. That could go down a different yeah. path real oh, quick. Man. Yeah. What kind of story you guys running? I was going to order some in and line them up along the Everybody's just got something crazy up in their mental image. Right yeah, now. right. All right, resistance band. Anyway, yeah, don't link to it. No. I do a resistance band to, I don't want to because you can it. do a ton. Just, I think, I think a, a lot of people think to be fit or strong, you have to have a membership to the gym or um, have all the equipment. But there's so much that you can do. If, like with kids, like you said, there's so much you can do with your own kids, holding your kids, doing squats, whatever. But um, a lot of body weight work that you can do and then just adding a resistance band. I mean, I would probably get a set of resistance bands, but you can do a lot with that and then... You just get a TRX out here. 
Yeah, I know. I was actually looking at them over the or weekend. <clears throat> version. Yeah. If you wanted to buy one, we'd put it out here for yeah. sure if you yeah. wanted to. I've got one that's actually <laughs> sitting in. It was in my basement. Yes, I was going to put it into the AT room, but I don't know if it would be used that much that. in there. So, or, yeah, potentially. Yeah. 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 I'll let Kyle make that choice. He does all of the business decisions. <laughs> Just kidding. That was also on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, yeah, we needed so that 72 inch TV. <laughs> yeah, right. right. It's for the practice. The, yeah. Do you have like three take home twi- tips or the Twitter version that AJ already gave you? Did you almost just say toys? <laughs> no, I did not say that. I was going to say tips and Twitter, and it came out twips. And so. Um, I was talking to Kyle about this earlier and it's funny because I had one thing in my head and it was never do setups or crunches again ever like if that if I could give you one thing or ask you to do one thing it would be that it's not Fair it's enough. just tearing up your low back so yeah anyway, that would be that and then the 10 years yeah. what would you tell yourself either in your professional and or your own personal training if you could go back 10 years Oh, if I could go back to Yeah, if you could go back and give yourself some advice. Yeah. Suck your belly in and hold it for extra as calories lost. Um, I would probably have educated myself a lot better on, on birth, I guess, and on this whole, um, and then as well as like the function of everything. I was young when we had our first kid, so I, I can't, I don't really put that pressure on myself, and I'm thankful for my experience with Taryn. Taryn definitely helps me out as a doula and everything, but if I could go back, I probably would have started reading more earlier because now our reading lists, both of us, they just grow and grow and it's like Amazon is I want to know everything. Between the multiple styles of books I've sure. read, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and so I've I got mean, a stack you want to know it all right now. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that would probably be be my thing. And also uh, maybe be a little smarter with my finances in undergrad. That, that oh God, does that sound good life tip? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? It, yeah, I don't even blow it on the typical couch and drinking things like no. that. Like I bought shoes, I bought some supplements that I shouldn't have never wasted my yeah. money on. It's like I could have some of that back. Oh yeah, uh, I think ours was. Oh uh, yeah, it's the special occasion Tuesday at one o'clock. Exactly, and of course it was not. Yeah, I wish I would have taken care of my body better then too, but. Kind of theme. I'm not it as old is. as him, so I'm still, yeah, still, still got a chance. So yeah, that's. That We've gotten all kinds of different answers for that one. There really has been. Back. Yeah. I don't know. What would you say? Going back ten years? Yeah. Ask more questions. Start earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasted so much time that I wish I could have back in my like college. That's like my work. semester off, where all I would do is bounce at night or work at a bar, and go home sleep till 9 30 10 yeah. in the morning and then i had nothing till 9 10 o'clock that other night so i'd go work out and that's when i started getting into reading like i never read before college that's where like my obsession <laughs> with it started yeah yeah i mean Just even trying to run a little business and you know things like that so i try to spend my time with but i still wasted so much I so I could have learned so many Months things. Life, That's yeah. what mine would have been too. Just you're not busy. You may think oh, you're busy, okay. but you're not. Sure. Just yeah. 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 it gets busier. Have well, you, you want to tell an undergrad that every once in a while now? <laughs> yeah. A grad oh, student? Yeah. No. It's totally relative. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, have you ever seen the Jim Gaffigan? Uh, on he's got what five kids? I think. So he's got this. Have you seen it? You said this to these guys. Yeah. It's hilarious and it's so true. <laughs> Like the one on kids. What's it like to have a fourth child? It's like it's like you're drowning and someone hands you a baby. It's like right now <laughs> we're in it. I mean he's newborn, so it, but yeah, it's like like that. I thought I was busy. Yeah. What? Just wait. And even the area when we moved to Davenport, and then we realized, man, we really took this area for granted. We didn't go hot. Sleep till noon, whatever. We didn't go hike. We didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, I didn't go hike, get out of Madison and Lawrence, so I probably could have, which is why I was like going back to Madison. Yeah. I think I got all of Stillwater because I don't want a whole lot to do in Stillwater. <laughs> so I was, but I didn't get down to OKC enough or anything like that while I was there. Yeah. So. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, but still right. pretty good where we are. For sure. I would yeah. say. Yeah, I get down on the river. Still think we need to somehow get a boat collectively. <laughs> Because I can't afford a boat, but... <laughs> Start a GoFundMe page for yeah, a boat. We have a kayak. 
We could probably we have two kayaks. Sure. Can we... I got a canoe. We could tie it. Low trip. Resistance bands. Attach them together. There you go. All right. Cool. We got it all. Anything else in closing? I don't think Obviously, so. Obviously, if in the area, check out Cooley Health. Yeah, I was just going to say. Birth, birth Fit. God, I can't talk. It's too late in the night. <laughs> Where okay. can we find birth you fit. with all those different things? Um, oh, yeah. Best uh, resources. We'll link them all so up. So, yeah. birthfitwisconsin.com. That'll yeah. take you to, it's like my Birth Fit Wisconsin page on our Cooley Health page. So, okay. that'll take you all in one. Um, birthfit.com. Definitely sign up for their blogs and stuff. They put out really good information. And then Instagram. Um, Imam DC is my Instagram, so it's also my Twitter thing, but I hardly use Twitter. I guess I, I just have them all linked together just to say we have. Yeah, them. I need to. <laughs> I need to probably do that. And yeah. Get that guy on Facebook too while you're at it. That won't happen. <laughs> yeah, I can't you even. Had it. You deleted it. Uh, Facebook too. There's <clears throat> Birthfit Wisconsin, Birthfit, and then Cooley Health page and yep. my personal page. But yeah, I thought the other day I was actually gonna make it. You know, some couples have like. Both, but mm-hmm. I was gonna make it Erica and Kyle Bowling just to see if he ever noticed, because <laughs> people complain about how he's not on Facebook. He's off the grid. They'll send him messages on. <laughs> oh, Kyle. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Awesome. Check us out. Thank cool. you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for letting us hang out at your place. Yeah. <laughs> talk to you. What we just said. It's a good cool. date. There. Yeah. Thanks. Good date. All right. <clears throat> Thank you for watching this episode of Clinically Pressed. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can always check out Kyle and Erica at CooleyHealth.com or if you're in the Lacrosse and Cooley region out in West Salem. Uh, check out this episode or and many other episodes at all our different outlets at ClinicallyPressed.com, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Also, when you're there at clinicallypress.com, check out the T18 newsletter. It's a free weekly newsletter filled with original articles by both AJ and I, and also just extra information about the world of health, wellness, and fitness.